Well, hello, everyone. It's a good morning here in Fair Oaks, California. It's a great morning here in my shed. It's good to have you all here together. And uh, we're going to have some we're going to have some fun today as we uh, get into a great passage of Scripture, Romans chapter eight. And I am going to be jumping into talking about what it looks like to be spirit led as opposed to being led by the flesh. This is the Back Shed Bible Study. Today is Monday, September 12th, 2022. This is episode number 116. Welcome. So here we are in the shed together. Good to have you. And a little one more setting going on here. I would like to issue a special welcome to all of you joining us this morning on Facebook Live. We get to interact with uh, with everything that we're doing. It's a, a fun way to do this. And I am looking to you all this morning that are watching along online uh, live to uh, to have comments here. We are are really hoping to. Well, let me uh, let the cat out of the bag here this morning. You are part of my sermon prep for Sunday. And so the interaction that we will have uh, this morning is going to help me as uh, I prepare this passage uh, to preach this passage on this uh, coming Sunday morning. So that's, uh, that's what, we are, uh, what we are up to this morning. And I'm watching the feed and I have several of you jumped on along. So uh, hopefully this will go well together here this morning. Um, I have one more thing I'm trying to get to work up here. And, uh, and if I can get it to work, it's going to be wonderful. But I don't. I don't. So I'm not going to worry about that. Okay. Hello to my friends that are, uh, that are here. Angie, good to see you. Donna, good to see you. Yes, miss you and Bill a lot. Being able to see you in person. We need to connect and make that happen. Uh, my dear friend Scott is on board, and um, good to have you here as well, my friend. If you have a Bible this morning, you're going to want to have that opened up to Romans chapter 8, because I want to get into this and have some good discussion around it. Also, um, I'm testing out new glasses today. I got new glasses, so I don't know that I'm testing them out. They're just uh, here. I got them, so... You want to see the old ones? These are the new ones. There you go. Those are the old ones. I, uh, yeah, there you go. So we're going to have some fun trying out the new ones this morning, see how they work um, with us. Thank you, Donna, for your encouragement, praying for the Holy Spirit to guide us because uh, that's the whole point. If you have been uh, if you are a part of Sunrise Community Church, um, you've been following along in a sermon series that has been taking us through the book of Romans. Actually, just uh, the, the series was meant to be just Romans 6 and 7. It's ended up adding chapter 8 into it, which has been a lot of fun. I love Romans 6, 7, and 8. I think if if a follower of Christ can grasp these three chapters and understand what Paul is trying to teach us, I believe that you 
we'll have some of the greatest foundations of our faith uh, and of the Christian worldview of what it means to live a grace-filled life, spirit-led, not according to the law, um, but according to a, uh, a life of uh, following the Holy Spirit of God, um, God's leading. Um, it, it's just amazing. So um, <clears throat> really challenge you, if you haven't had an opportunity to dig into Romans 6, 7, and 8, that you uh, commit some study time to that. It is a fantastic passage, and it, over several years, has had a profound impact on my life and, uh, and how I minister to people, but also just my understanding of God's work in my life. So that's, uh, that's a little tidbit for you this morning. I'm going to be uh, adding, uh, taking a look at some of the sermon notes that I uh, keep in my handy-dandy Sunrise app. If you haven't had a chance to check out the Sunrise app, I really would encourage you to do that. Uh, kind of your one-stop shop for everything Sunrise. You can go to your app store on either uh, Apple or Android and uh, search Sunrise Community Church. We're the ones with the cool uh, blue and yellow logo. That's us. So uh, check it out. Get the uh, the Sunrise app and you'll have access to all these things, uh, including um, excellent um, sermon notes that we put on there where you can keep track along the way. So uh, this past Sunday, Pastor Luke was in Romans 8, verses 2 through 11. And, and Luke and I have been working closely together to distinguish, uh, to, to walk along two distinctions that are made in uh, Romans 8 that Paul makes. And we, we have a spirit-controlled life and that was something that Luke really brought out yesterday in verses 2 through 11. And then as we head into verses 12 through 17, that's going to be this coming Sunday, we're talking about a spirit-led life, okay? We have a spirit-controlled life, and we have a spirit-led life. And, and, I, and I love that Luke has helped us make that distinction, because I think that's a scriptural thing, and when you have uh, the mind that is controlled by the spirit. Um, you have the the things that eventually become part of who you are: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Those are those things that the Holy Spirit uh, uh, gives us to live a spirit controlled life. Um, but also, the Holy Spirit leads us along the way. So. Let's get into this passage. I'm going to read it to you, and I hope you're joining along. Again, Romans chapter 8, we are at verses 12 through 17. I'll read the whole thing first, and then we'll jump into it. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it, right? We've, we've talked about that, the flesh. Uh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die, but if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought, out, uh, brought about your adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, 
heirs of H-E-I-R-S, okay? Make sure everyone gets that right. Um, then we are heirs, uh, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. All right, so there you have it. That is the, uh, the text that's coming up on Sunday. And uh, we're going to discuss this a little bit more, hopefully, in the time. And uh, as, as you all uh, drop your comments in the sidebar over here, those that are uh, watching live this morning. So I, I start in verse 12. And as I'm looking at that, some, some things hit me. And, and it goes back to a sermon that I did a couple of weeks ago out of Romans 7. And in, in that, we had a, a fairly good discussion about the law and the role that the law plays and the role that the law doesn't play, uh, that the law reveals our sin. It shows us those areas in which we are sinful. Uh, the law itself is not something, um, it, it's, it, it just exists there, okay? Um, but through it, we're condemned because it reveals our sin, right? And, and you have all of these things that are fleshly things. We talked about that carnal um, part. Those are things of the flesh. Remember the carne and um, being a root word for meat or flesh, okay? And so in verse 12, when he says, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh, um, he's talking about we, we don't live, our obligation is not to live according to, and as I see it, and, and y'all pipe in with your comments, but my obligation is not to live by what feels right to me, okay? To not to live by what my body is saying, not to live by what my flesh is saying is the right thing. And that's the old, if it feels good, do it kind of mentality. I'm going to do the things that are self-gratifying, um, that please me, uh, looking out for myself, right? And, and this is something as I consider our culture today and our society, we have a huge issue with, is this worship of self. And we do it even in the church at times where we always talk about this self-care, okay? Now, now, don't get me wrong here. I, I understand it, it has a place and it has an importance. And, and I am one that believes in getting rest. I am, the one, I am one that believes in having Sabbath. I think that is a form of self-care. Um, uh, Christ is very clear that the Sabbath was made for the individual, for the person. Uh, to give them rest, right? And, uh, and so that is a form of self-care. But I think our society has become very obsessed with self and with the over-care of self that, uh, that we've gone a little too far, uh, a lot too far the other way, where we've made it all about me as opposed to whatever else. So to, to move on with this, that our obligation is not to the flesh to live according to it, and notice what he says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Um, and, and as I'm reading those words, I'm thinking, what is it about that? What is it about living according to the flesh that puts me to death? And, 
and there there's so much to it um if if i could wrap it down to to one word it, it's selfishness that that when i live according to the flesh when i live according to gratifying my own um desires that is everything ends up putting me to death so let's think about um anger right that that anger against a another person that god has created and um where you know if if i'm going to live by the flesh when that person cuts me off um uh on the on the highway the thing i want to do is catch back up with them and make sure they know that they cut me off right um, it's a, it's a reaction that I have in my flesh to, to let someone know that, that you really hurt me. Okay. And, and you're a bad person in, in the way you treated me in that instance. Okay. That's just me kind of making this up as I go, but I see, um, uh, Donna's talking about this and this is a, a great interaction. Exactly. The kind of thing that I'm talking about. You say my frustrations from my mind in which which our minds can be part of the flesh like this is i think this is a legitimate thing um in regards to my health and everything concerning my life circumstances right so when when we get down when we physically are struggling and when our when our body is is falling apart and not doing what it's it's supposed to do it is very easy for us to uh, reflect very inwardly and to be frustrated, to be angry, to be angry at God, um, to be angry that our body can't do what it used to do. And, and again, to focus on myself. And, and I have to say, I always marvel at these people who are going through um, cancer, who might be going through some other uh, kind of physical ailment and and their focus is off of themselves and it's on on others i mean i have been to visit someone who was in the hospital in in a very bad physical state and this has happened multiple times where i've gone into the hospital to try to minister to someone and um and to have them say okay cliff how are you doing and i'm thinking I'm the pastor here who's supposed to be coming in and checking in on you and having compassion on you. And, and you in that moment aren't putting the focus on yourself and saying, oh, you know, I heard here and I heard here and they said, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And they go, no, no, Cliff, I, I want to know um, how you're doing. Okay. There's, there's somebody who, uh, um, is able to to take that focus off of themselves and and put it elsewhere. And Donna, no, I wasn't saying you're angry at God. I'm just saying that's that's a that's something that can happen, right? When when you're living that out, it's it's easy for people. I'm not saying you. Um, you're I, I know you, but it's easy for people to get angry at God when their flesh is falling apart, when their body is doing what that body does. It, which is is it deteriorates and and there are people that that just get frustrated and angry it's a very real thing and some people 
do they say it's God's fault? I know. I don't. I'm reading Job right now. Okay, believe me. When you, you get into Job, it's it's easy to kind of everyone starts looking at thing and trying to point fingers, right? Uh, again, that's something that we do in our flesh. Why is Job suffering? Why is he hurting? And and Job didn't have, and his friends didn't have the answers that were at the end of the book when God said, where were you when, right? So um, anyway, Barb, thank you for engaging in this discussion as well. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a good one. When we um, focus inward, uh, it, it is not a spirit-led kind of thing uh, most of the time when we focus inward, okay? Uh, so he says, uh, again, verse 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Okay. And, and I love that he talks about putting the misdeeds of the body to death. He talks about killing these things that are uh, fleshly in us. Okay. And that, that could be uh, the anger, it could be sexual sin, it can be uh, any number of things. You all feel free to pipe in on uh, um, those things that you see as the uh, misdeeds of the body, okay, of our flesh that are, are, are killing us, that are, uh, that are causing us to move the wrong way. Uh, what, else, what else are those things? What are some of those things that you all have seen that are those deeds of the flesh that we need to put to death in effect. Um, I'd be curious to see what some of the things that you all want to add to that. Um, but I would, I would move on in that to say, um, I love that he says, by the spirit, you put those things to death. You don't put them to death by your strength. Okay. That is so important is we do not have the strength and ability to put to death the misdeeds of the flesh. We, we just don't have it. We, we can't, we might think that we can, and we might have some success in the short term, but in the end, if we are not led by the spirit in those things, as we are putting those things to death, then we are, uh, we're in trouble. Donna, you have a good appointment today. Keep, uh, keep checking in. Let's, uh, let's be sure you and Billy are doing okay. Uh, so, so again, we, we enter the discussion now into an element of, um, what does it look like to live by the spirit? Um, to be led by the spirit so that we can put to death the misdeeds of the body and um, that we will live, as it says in verse 13. So let's move on. In verse 14, he says, for those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. Notice immediately what Paul does is he restates their identity, okay? And, and if you go back to the sermon I, I did a couple of weeks ago, that's some, one of the things I talked about right at the very end is, is our identity. When we find our identity in anything other than Christ, um, 
we we start to live in a fleshly way and and people today are doing those exact kind of things they are finding their identity in anything and everything that is not Christ it's things of the flesh and and those are all a a perversion of how god made it but when we find our identity in Christ right then his spirit his holy spirit living in us leads us along the way and this is this is one of those things that i'm excited to get into this coming sunday is is that we identify as we're struggling with sin let's see if we can find the the practical application here as we are struggling with sin we identify who and whose we are verse 14 for those who are led by the spirit of god are the children of god we are god's children and he says the spirit you receive doesn't make you slaves so so the holy spirit in your life leading you doesn't lead you to slavery um, so that you live in fear rather the spirit that you received brought about your adoption to sonship okay so this this is where it gets really fun and especially for me as someone who has adopted a child and that child that i have amelia has equal status with my other children right she has equal uh, opportunity for inheritance the law recognizes her as equal uh, with my blood children um, full rights in adoption and in the same way okay um, by the spirit the spirit we received brought about our adoption at it to be God's children, right? Co-heirs with Christ. That was and that was previous in the uh, the passage that we were reading, right? So here we are. We're adopted. We have uh, all rights and privileges that come with being a child of God. We have the Holy Spirit in us, and so now that we know our identity, then we can put to death these deeds of the flesh because it is the power of Christ living in me that puts those to death because I'm his son, right? Okay, easy. Go out and do it. And you say, well, Cliff, Mr. Nice New Glasses, easier said than done. Okay, so he says, um, we're God's children. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, okay, or if I need to go a different direction, but I, I think the message Sunday is going to be all about our identity whose we are um, because we just don't have the ability to do it on our own. We can't. And, and so being led by the spirit as his children, we go and we do the things that he calls us to do that he wants us to do. We get rid of the sin and the flesh that he wants us to remove we go and we talk to the people that he wants us to talk to. Now, 
and, and, and so here's kind of where I would uh, turn it, that this is not just about sin in our lives, okay? This is not just about getting rid of flesh, but there's, there's also a, an obligation. I, know, I, I think obligation is the word I'm going to use here um, that has to do with sharing in his sufferings, okay? In order that we may share in his glory. And part of that um, has to do with um, going out there as the apostles did and, and sharing in, in Christ's sufferings, okay? And so I look at Paul, and I was reading in my kind of daily reading this morning in the book of Acts. And so I would take you over uh, to Acts chapter 20 for a moment and, um, and encourage you with a couple of words. And I'm, and I'm going to pause for a moment because I have to find exactly the spot that I wanted to talk about here for a second. Um, Oh, goodness. Okay, here it is. Acts 20, verse 22. Okay, Acts 20, verse 22. That's our year, 2022. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen there. And this is, by the way, this is Paul who is, who is speaking. Okay, this is being recorded by Luke, but it is the Apostle Paul that is speaking. Okay. So now, compelled by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, compelled. It's coming like, mm, okay, I have to do this. I have no choice. I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen there. I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit, who's living in me, warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. Okay? The Holy Spirit is not telling Paul that he is going to have great status, that he is a super apostle or anything like that. The Holy Spirit is warning him that he is going to suffer, right? Which is exactly what was right back there in Romans 8 that we just read, where he says, if indeed we share in his sufferings, okay? And so warning me, um, compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen there. Verse 23, I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit warns me, that prison and hardships are facing me. However, verse 24, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Okay, so here's your test. Here's, here's what, what Paul had for him, what it meant to be spirit-led in Paul's life is that the spirit would lead him into dangerous places, not away from dangerous places. And often, I think, we pray inappropriate prayers when it comes to danger and safety. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have either myself or been a part of a group that was praying, oh, Lord, keep us safe, right? Protect us from dot, dot, dot. And, and you know, and I, and I get it. I, I love I pray, praying for traveling mercies. I pray for my children to be safe while they're, they're out doing things. But, but how often are we uh, willing 
to head toward dangerous places, compelled by the Spirit, protected by God, so that, right, so that we perform the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. That's a challenge to me. So, in essence, that's what it means to be led by the Spirit. To have the sensitivity to go when He says go, even when it is toward some place where there could be suffering ahead, but knowing that that suffering would lead to people hearing the grace of God, the good news. I don't know what that looks like. So, so this, is, this is the point where you take this and you, you start to pray over it. And you say, okay, God, what, is, what does this look like for me to be spirit-led? Where, where are those places where you will protect me as I go, but they are dangerous places, okay? Um, that's between you and God. But I do know this. Um, there's not a prayer for prosperity here. Paul, Paul is not telling us if you believe in Christ, everything's going to be safe and good. He is telling us that, hey, when I'm compelled by the Spirit to go somewhere, I'm usually knowing that there are going to be hardships ahead. And, and that is part of our Christian life, is, is facing those hardships, not in the flesh, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, not focused on me, but focused on what Christ will do through that. My identity in him, I am his son. Equal, co-heir. So fun. So fun. So that's, that's the message of the Backshed today, all right? I love it. I love being able to share this with you. And uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, look at that, under a half an hour. That's trying to learn how to keep this thing under control. So look forward to seeing you all uh, this coming Sunday at sunrise at 9 and 1030. Uh, we're going to pray, and uh, then we'll close it out for the day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the things that you have taught me, even in these uh, 25 minutes that we've been going through this passage. I, uh, I pray that we would be able to live bold lives, uh, serving you, unafraid of what is ahead, knowing that you, our dad, um, is, is walking right alongside with us. Um, and moving with us, compelling us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit in our lives, showing us, um, uh, revealing sin and, and helping us to work on sin, but also showing us where you want to go, want us to go boldly preach uh, in your name. That's exciting. Um, I love it. And so help me, Lord, help all of us to uh, live in the power and the strength of your Holy Spirit today and every day in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you, my friends. It's been great having you uh, here in the shed. We're going to go back for our back shot here. So uh, we'll, we'll close it off here and say, have a great day. God bless you. And, um, and go out there led by his spirit 
willing to do whatever it takes that people would know the gospel of Jesus Christ. What a great way to, to live today. Hey, thank you all for joining me. Thank you that joined in live today. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast version or watching along on the YouTube version, if you'd like to join the live chatter, uh, we are on Facebook Live on Mondays at 10 a.m. Just uh, go on to Facebook and search Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California, and, uh, and we're there on their live feed at 10 o'clock. If you're one of our live viewers and you're going to miss a, a backshed from time to time, you can search us on YouTube at Sunrise Community Church, or you can even just search the Backshed Bible Study and find us uh, there on YouTube. And we also have a podcast version uh, where you don't have to look at the messy shed. You can just listen along while you're going about your day. And that is available on iTunes and all other places where you get your podcasts, right? There you go. Have a great day. God bless you. And we will see you next week. Thank you for joining me for the Backshed Bible Study Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. The Backshed is hosted by yours truly, Cliff Carey, and is a ministry of Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California. The Backshed Bible Study can be viewed live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Facebook at facebook.com slash sunrisecommunityonline. All video episodes are also available at youtube.com slash sunrisecommunitychurch. For more information about Sunrise and its ministries, go to www.sunrise.church. We hope you're able to join us again next time here in the Backshed.